Hello, I'm Dennis Nunn. I want to welcome you to this podcast of Every Believer Witness, designed to help you and help me be more effective in sharing the good news of our Lord Jesus Christ. On our last podcast, we talked about the fact that the power is in the Word and in the Spirit, but that we have a part to play in sharing the gospel. And so we entitled this, How Can We See Results? And we began by pointing out last week that Jesus said in Acts 1.8, you'll receive power, capital P, O-W-E-R, not in the Bible capitalized, but capitalized because we want to emphasize that when the Holy Spirit's come upon you and you will be my witnesses. And we talked about the difference in witnessing as a verb and witnessing as a noun. And we saw that the power of the Holy Spirit results not just in us witnessing, but in our life backing up what we're saying. And when the Holy Spirit, that power of the Holy Spirit is in control, we saw that it produces characteristics in my life and yours that make the gospel attractive to other people. And last podcast, we talked about love and how it's supernatural. I hope you heard it. We talked about joy, joy that's different from happiness based on happenings. And we ended up talking about peace and how the Holy Spirit can allow us to have peace in the middle of extremely trying circumstances. Today, I want to pick up where the Lord talks about, through His Word, other characteristics that will be manifest in my life and yours when the Holy Spirit uh, is in control. He talks about patience. Do you know, really, according to the Bible, patience is not just a a characteristic or some physical characteristic we have. I think there have been times in my life, you may have done it, where I said, boy, I'm just not a very patient person. But the fact is, I really shouldn't say that. I really should say, oh, I'm not a very spiritual person. Because the fruit of the Spirit, what the Holy Spirit produces, like a tree produces apples or a tree produces orange, uh, whatever fruit it may be, when the Holy Spirit's producing, it produces love, joy, peace, and patience. And you remember we talked about how Christianity is so practical? Patience when you're behind a slow driver in the fast lane. Patience when your boyfriend or girlfriend is not ready and it's time to go. Patience, guys, when we're shopping with our wives or as I'm recording this, thinking about I'm really glad I'm not having to do that. My children are going shopping with my wife. But the fact is, the Holy Spirit produces patience. Um, I love to share where I struggle with patience more than anywhere else. The grocery store. Do you know stores will set up express lanes where you only have 10 items or less or 12 items or less, and I just have one or two, so I go run and get in one of those lines, and I get behind some lady that has 14 or 18 or 26 items in her cart, I know because I counted them. And that's when I have to remind myself, uh, Dennis, don't you travel and teach that uh, the Holy Spirit produces patience? Yes. Yes, he does. How, how are you doing? Now, I encourage you, don't ever say again, I'm not a very patient person or I just don't have much patience because the fruit of the Spirit is patience. And then notice, it's also Kindness. Versus being mean or powerful in how we treat people. Uh, last Sunday, 
we, uh, my wife and I went over to our favorite Mexican restaurant. And we were seated beside a table right next in the booth to two ladies. And they had a, an infant, a toddler, maybe 10 months old, 11 months, maybe a year. And we hadn't been sitting there very long. And blood-curdling screams came out of that little child. I mean, and we wanted to be nice. And so we ignored it for a while. And, and really, finally, it was unbearable. So we asked to ask our server very quietly, you know, if they could move us to another booth way far away. We got up there, and we were really glad we were away from the sound, but our server never came back. And I saw our server over on the other side of the restaurant talking to a couple of others, and I, I waved finally, and I waved, because this has been like five minutes now, and I waved, and one of the other servers crawled out across the restaurant. She's not your server! And I started to say, well, and I got about that much out of my mouth. And I realized, nope, 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 nope. That would be the flesh, Lord Dennis. Uh, that's not what the Lord wants me to do. And it really, it was not me. That's the wonderful thing about teaching this stuff. The Holy Spirit reminds me about how practical Christianity is and allowed me to have a different action and how I reacted to not getting what I thought I should get. The Holy Spirit allows that. that. That's Holy Spirit. That's not Dennis, I assure you. That's Holy Spirit. Then notice goodness, doing good deeds, uh, and, and helping people, caring for people. Faithfulness, consistency in serving God. What is this? These are fruit. This is fruit of the Holy Spirit, that we're not always up and down and hot and down and hot and cold, but we're consistent in serving the Lord. And then gentleness. And I think this differs from kindness in the sense of gentleness is more, what's the tone of voice that we use when we talk to people? It kind of tied into kindness in the restaurant because I started to talk. And I realized, no, that's, that's, not, that's not appropriate. Um, but you know where this really comes in, this gentleness? In our homes. Because that's the place that we experience the greatest challenge. It's a, I think if we're honest, it's easier for most of us to be nice to people we don't live with than people we do live with. Because when you're, when you're in the home all the time, it's easy for things to, to grate, things to, to, to cause an issue. But the fact is, the Holy Spirit allows us to have a gentle tone when we speak to people. And then self-control. Um, a lot of times we think about self-control and our temper, uh, and that's, that's true. But I think of self-control even more in eating, exercise, how we take care of our body. And I'll be very frank with you. Uh, I've probably confessed a lack of self-control more recently than I have in a long time. COVID, uh, when, it, when it kicked in and, and lifestyle changes, um, I found myself eating more and gaining weight and gaining weight. And my clothes were tight and they don't fit. And, uh, and that's uncomfortable, but that's not really the issue. The issue is if the Holy Spirit is in control of my life, then I'm going to exercise self-control. I heard someone say that uh, 
I think it was Oswald Chambers is the one that said this. The Holy Spirit is the one who makes real in you what Christ has done for you. See, Christ has made provision for us to have a supernatural life of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And he didn't just tell us to do that ourselves because we don't have the power, but the Holy Spirit gives us that power. So many Christians try to act like Christians. You know, well, a Christian's supposed to have joy, so I'm going to smile, I'm going to smile. But the fact is, it's intended to be a supernatural life. It's Mahatma Gandhi is attributed, this quote's attributed to, uh, to him. It's reported that he said one time, I'm very attracted to the teachings of your Christ. I think I might consider becoming a Christian, but I know some. That's not God's intention. So he's given us the Holy Spirit, not just that we will be empowered to talk to folks about Jesus, but we can actually live a life that's like Jesus. Now notice again in Acts 1.8, you'll receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you'll be my witnesses. Notice I capitalize a different word, upon. Um, we've been talking about power and be, but notice he said, upon. It's important for us to understand when Jesus said this to his disciples, they had the Holy Spirit in them. He had already been in them because Jesus in John 20, 22 breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. So here are the disciples. They got the Holy Spirit in them, but they needed an empowering by the Holy Spirit. He said, you receive power. And they received that empowering on the day of Pentecost in Acts 2. And when the Bible wrote down what happened to them in Acts 2, notice what it says. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And the Lord added to their number by day those who were being saved. Circle that word if you're looking at this with your Bible, but if you're riding along listening, don't worry about it. Just make a note of it. You can do it again. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit. So Jesus said, you're going to receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And when he came on them, it said they were filled with the Holy Spirit. And by the way, notice how the filling of the Holy Spirit relates to evangelism. What happened? The Lord added to the number day by day those who were being saved. So here are the disciples. They're filled with the Holy Spirit. People are coming to faith in Christ, but they leaked. They had been filled, but they leaked. And so they had to be filled again. We don't know how many times but we know it happened again because in Acts 4, it says they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and continued to speak the word of God with boldness. See, the filling of the Spirit produces a boldness. Do you know there are many people who like to attribute manifestations of the Holy Spirit um, to be this or to be that? But in the Bible, the clear manifestation of the Holy Spirit in control of my life is not only that I will be like Jesus, but that I'll speak the word of God with boldness. Isn't it wonderful that uh, the Bible didn't say, you'll receive power uh, when you go through every believer or witness evangelism training? Nope. You'll receive power when you go to seminary or Bible college? Nope. You'll receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And that's God's desire for me. That's God's desire for you that the power of the Holy Spirit come upon us. If you'll join us for our next podcast, we're going to talk about 
how does the Spirit come upon you? God bless you.